Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, it's good that you're here for episode number 157 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Isaiah and God, part two. This month, we're going to cover Isaiah chapter six, verses one to 13, and glean some insight from Isaiah and what happened with his vision of God. Last week, we covered verses 1 to 4 in regard to the celestial, and today we'll cover the confession in verse 5, and then we'll go on in the following weeks to cover the consecration, verses 6 to 7, the call, verse 8, and then the commission, verses 9 to 13. Well, now let's look at what verse 5 says today. And this is what it says in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah begins by saying, So I said, well, he's saying something in relationship to what he saw. We know from last week that Isaiah went into the temple in the time of crisis when King Uzziah died. So in going into the temple, he had a vision. In seeing the Lord in this vision, he saw that the Lord was seated on the throne. He was high and exalted and his train or robe filled the temple. He also saw celestial beings called seraphims. Now their name, which is in relationship to that which burns or is fire, may be due to their flaming appearance, may be similar to the fiery serpents that you see in Numbers chapter 21 verse 6 or Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 15. But their name probably relates to their role in purification, as we are going to see in Isaiah verse 6 next week. They have six wings that appear to symbolize reverence and service to Jehovah God. We saw last week how they celebrated the holiness of God by always proclaiming, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And as we continue to look at chapter 6, we're going to see the requirement that God's servants be holy and cleansed before him as well. 
The vision that Isaiah had produced a deep conviction of sin in the prophet. Having seen God in light of his holiness, Isaiah pronounces a prophetic woe upon himself. It brought him to a place of confession. So he says, woe is me, for I am undone. Now, these words have to do with, I'm ruined, I'm dead. It's also a self-evaluation. I'm undone. Now, saying I'm undone is in reference in Hebrew meaning to be dumb or silent or to perish or to be destroyed. His response in seeing the holiness of God and, and these seraphim of literally saying, I'm speechless, I'm dead. That's basically what he was saying. It is the picture of an unbeliever who is not going to be able to offer any kind of legitimate excuse for himself when he comes face to face with a holy God. We know that the Bible says every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord. This vision of God's majesty, his holiness and glory made Isaiah see and accept himself for who he really was. For I am a sinner. So Isaiah, when you look at chapters 5, especially verses like 8 to 23, Isaiah had pronounced woes or threats of judgment on the nation Israel. But now he is actually saying, woe is me. He realized he was subject to judgment as well. So now he goes on and he says, because I am a man of unclean lips. He recognized that he was uncleaned, that he was defiled or polluted. By what? By his mouth. Unclean lips. So next to the purity of God's holiness, he saw the impurity of his own self and of human sin. And he declared, I am a man of unclean lips. Woe is me. Now, why is the focus on his mouth? Well, the prophet's unclean lips probably symbolize his attitudes, his actions, as well as his words. Because a person's words reflect their thinking and relate to their actions and what is taking place in their heart. And a person's actions will determine the direction of their life. And that is really why in October, we're going to be dealing with this whole topic of our mindset, our thinking, our words, and our heart attitude, because it's going to direct which way our life goes, whether our life is really going to be prosperous and a blessing and glorifying God, or whether we're going our own way. And so Isaiah, he didn't say my heart is wicked. He said, I am a man of unclean lips. I trust that you will join us at our conference 
that's going to take place in October and register online by the end of this month of August to be able to get the early bird price. All you have to do is go to our website given at the end of this podcast so that you could get in on the early bird price and be in attendance. We all need this message. It's really something how we don't understand how we can walk around and think we're so holy and yet portray unclean lips and words and bring death to ourselves and to other people. And times when I'm around women, most of their talk is about other people. For some women, if they stopped talking about other people, they wouldn't have anything to talk about. Well, I'm not going to continue on that because I just hope that you realize how important your words are and how Isaiah focused on his lips to see that he was a sinful person. All right, let's go on. Then he said, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. So now Isaiah's dilemma is the same for every person. No one in his or her present state is capable of standing before a holy God. And that a lot of times our very lips, our very words will reveal what is in our hearts and our thoughts, and that whether they're pure before the Lord or not. And so we've really got to deal with our thoughts, with our words and our heart attitude, because again, they will direct our life. And that's why the word says, guard your heart. All right, let's go on. It says, now he says here, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Now, after contemplating the death of Uzziah in verse 1, Isaiah now sees the King of glory who will never die. In Psalm 24:10, it states, The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. And so this term again conveys the concept of a glorious king and all of his splendor who leads the armies of heaven in triumph. So here our Lord, our king, is the Lord of hosts or the Lord of the armies, and he will always lead us in triumph. So it's no wonder that Isaiah fell in self-condemnation before this infinite, eternal God and that he saw himself in his sinful state. And so what we're going to see next week is how Isaiah is going to continue to respond to God in light of this vision. I hope that you will see that it is important for us as individuals to understand that before a holy God, We are just unclean in and of ourselves and that there's nothing that we can do to make ourselves clean, that we have to put our faith and trust in the work of Jesus Christ who cleanses us and purifies us and makes us clean before a holy God. And that I hope you realize that you need to be careful of the words that come out of your mouth because your words are relaying your thoughts and the intents and the condition of your heart. May we be more careful to be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. 
Well, there's a whole lot more I could say about this, but join us next week as we continue to look at Isaiah and God. And don't forget to sign up for our conference, okay? And in the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.